Let's pray together. <clears throat> Dear God, we remember on this Good Friday the pain and the suffering of the cross and all that Jesus was willing to endure for us. Help us to never take for granted this gift of love on our behalf. Forgive us for being too busy or too distracted or too apathetic to fully realize and recognize what you have freely given, what you have done on our behalf. Enliven in us the grace and mercy that you came to show. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. set aside his beauty he set aside his majesty to carry all our sorrows to come and bear our griefs when we like sheep had gone astray the price of mercy this is the price he paid to win the hearts of all his people one day will be with him because of one the land 
Hear the word of the scripture today, coming from Mark chapter 15, verses 20 through 27. When they finished mocking him, they stripped him of the purple robe and put his own clothes back on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. Simon, a man from Cyrene, Alexander and Rufus's father, was coming in from the countryside. They forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means skull place. They tried to give him wine mixed with myrrh, but he didn't take it. They crucified him. They divided up his clothes, drawing lots for them to determine who would take what. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The notice of the formal charge against him was written, the king of the Jews. They crucified two outlaws with him, one on his right and one on his left. I hope that you are having a blessed Good Friday. I almost said happy Good Friday, but happy seems like an ill-advised descriptor for the day on which Jesus was executed. To be honest, I have, since I was a little kid, wondered about the adjective to describe this day. Some scholars tell us that the word good simply connotes that it's a religious day without assigning judgments on its actual goodness or badness. And some theologians tell us that the word good is appropriate because of this Friday's soteriological meaning. Personally, rather than Good Friday, I think we should call it the Worst Friday, the No Good, Very Bad, Awful Friday. Today is the day in which we contemplate 
think about, reflect on Jesus' death. He died by execution carried out by the civil authorities using a popular and by every account cruel form of capital punishment, crucifixion. Crucifixion took place upon a cross. The cross, the instrument, the tool of crucifixion, has become the symbol for Christianity throughout its history. People wear crosses around their necks, in their ears as earrings. They hang them up in their homes. They hang them from the rearview mirror of their cars. I have a cross tattooed on my upper arm. The sanctuary in which I now stand, the sanctuary of the Beatitudes, is meant to be a very simple, big old rectangle room with a 40-foot ceiling and tile floor. It is rather stark with its brick walls and lack of ornamentation. And it was designed this way so that as people enter the sanctuary from the back, their eyes are automatically drawn to the cross which hangs beneath the oculus behind me. The focus in the designer's mind is the cross because the cross represents faith and sacrificial love and Jesus who died on it. Good Friday is the day of the cross, a day to remember, a day to learn, a day to reflect what the cross of Jesus means. And to be sure... The cross means many different things to many different people. It is the seat of salvation. It is the instrument through which substitutionary atonement is accomplished. It is the ticket to heaven. It is the bridge to God's grace. It is the Trojan horse by which God tricked Satan and brought salvation to humanity. It is where the debt is paid, the ransom given, the propitiation propitiated. It is the savage tool of execution which reflects the savageness of humanity. It is a fount of forgiveness. It is the zenith of human history. It is the highest point in the evolution of understanding God. It is the symbol of a religion that has not lived up to its founder's vision or his actions. It is the destination for Jesus' life. It is the sole reason Jesus was born. Now all these statements represent different views, different ways people that I have read or heard view the cross. For just a moment today, I'd like to share with you what the cross means to me. I think that at its core, the cross is evidence of God's ridiculous love for God's creation, and in particular, God's love for humankind. God's desire is that creation would be in relationship with God. And in the case of humanity, God desires that human beings would be in relationship with God and with each other. To make this happen... In a moment in time, God emptied God's self of glory 
and took on human flesh and lived in a world that human beings had shaped and crafted. And while there was much to laud in humanity, there was much over which to be chagrined. Hate and selfishness, meanness, violence, prejudice, war. To help humanity learn to move forward and to help people embrace one another, God in the flesh taught us and teaches us how to live, how to treat each other, what is important, how to love, how to serve, how to be in relationship. In this significant way, Jesus didn't just come to die. Jesus came to show a way of life that is worthy of imitation. And so the life of Jesus, his teaching, his ministry, are the example of what God wants from all of us, that we might love God, that we might love our neighbor, that we might serve each other, that we might live for others. And the death of Jesus is, in a divine way, the verification and vindication of Jesus' life. To become human in a world that has been the domain of humanity is to give yourself over to the best of humanity and to the worst of humanity. And in the death of Jesus, we see Jesus embracing humanity, taking on the worst so that the best might one day be realized. I love the way that Brian McLaren describes the cross. Quote, this is a window into the meaning of the cross. Absorbing the worst human beings can offer, crooked religiosity, petty political systems, individual betrayal, physical torture with whip and thorn and nail and hammer and spear, Jesus enters into the center of the thunderstorm of human evil and takes its full shock on the cross. Our evil is brutally, unmistakably exposed, drawn into the broad daylight and judged name for what it is. Then, having felt its agony and evil firsthand in person, Jesus pronounces forgiveness and demonstrates that the grace of God is more powerful and expansive than the evil of humanity. Unquote. To show us the best of who we can be, Jesus has to confront the worst of who we are. The cross is a pacifistic assault on human evil with the intention of transforming the relationship that people have with God and with one another. And if God, in God's amazing love for humanity, will offer the divine to be subject to the worst of humanity's evil, then we can never underestimate the length and width and depth of God's wild pursuit of relationship with people like you and me. I was reading about Harriet Tubman recently, and I found this quote as she was describing what it was like to help human beings escape slavery. If you hear the dogs, keep going. If you see the torches in the woods, keep going. If they are shouting after you, keep going. Don't ever stop. Keep going. If you want to taste freedom, keep going. I was struck that her words, keep going, are exactly what the cross is about from a divine perspective. 
The cross of God is refusing to give up on us, but pushing ever forward in God's quest to bring people like you and me into relationship with God and with each other. Amen. As we finish this devotional moment today, I will share with you the benediction that we have been using in the devotions that I have been sending out by email all week. Let us pray together. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Amen.